0: and welcome back to the second season of the souls conquest i'm super excited for you guys to jump on on today's episode because we have another special creative from somewhere in this wide wide world who is about to share their story their journey and their souls conquest as you listen to this episode remember that we are here to inspire we are here to create and we are here to conquer now let's get on with it shall we Hello everyone and welcome to the souls conquest in conversation with Richard I am super super excited for this conversation because we had to postpone it because of my vaccination but here we are we are back in the game and first of all thank you so much Richard for joining me today how are you doing
1: yeah thank you Uh, I'm I'm glad to be here
0: (laughs) I hope you're doing good everything's awesome at your end yeah awesome i'm doing great <laughs> thank you so much for joining us then and let's get into it can you tell us a little bit about yourself
1: uh my name is richard as you said i am a brand designer i've been doing that um, for between five to six years right now um i'm based in africa nigeria uh, uh, okay i help customers i help the uh, brands, businesses Design brands get themselves known to their customers and um, help them get their customers to their desired state.
0: That was awesome. Why is being authentic important?
1: Uh, First reason is right now everybody is almost being fake. Mm -hmm. Um, I find that that I find that being uh, as as I, I love being authentic myself. And I love when it's someone and the person is authentic. So in every business, I, every project I work on with, a, with an entrepreneur or a business, I always put myself in, in the customer's shoes, so I'm like the customer's advocate. So I'm like, okay, if I was the customer of this business that I'm working for right now, how would I view the business? How would I create this business in such a way that I would be able to relate with the business? So authenticity is so important for relativity, for me to relate with you, to connect with you, you have to be authentic. You have to know your true self, your real self. So that is why I see authenticity as something very critical for businesses or brands Mm -hmm. to show out. But unfortunately Mm -hmm. most of them don't do it Yeah.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Um can you share your craft? What do you create now? I know you have shared bits and pieces of this over the past few answers, but take a deeper dive into it if you are completely
1: okay. I should share my craft. Yeah, what do you create? Okay, okay. Uh, so I, I create um, designs, uh, specifically brand designs. It's, I go from strategy to design. So it's, I, I'm a bit all over, the, all over the place, but it's more centered to businesses, from web design, UI design, um, uh, design for, for marketing, collaterals, uh, flyers, business cards, strategy decks presentations so it's it's a bit wide but basically it's centered into Mm -hmm. brand design
0: yeah could we kind of merge it together and say that you create the visual identity of brands after you do strategy for them exactly would that be something awesome now why do you create these visual identities for brands why this in particular
1: that's a good question and one thing i i will have to answer to that is visual identity like the term says visual if i want Mm -hmm. to know who you are if i want to know who you are basically um by seeing you by you being memorable to me i have to see something so your visual identity Mm -hmm. basically is 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 what makes me connect with you on a visual scale. Fine, I can feel if I meet you and purchase from, from you, the experience I get from you will make an impact on you. that is that connection. But for me to easily remember you or see you in the crowd and say, hey, that is that person that I, I bought from that the other day. Let me go to him. So with your visual identity also. Mm-hmm. So visual identity covers not only your logo, like most people say, um, it covers a lot of things more other than your logo. So, it covers your your even your fonts, your color, your your the thing you use in your visual identity, your patterns. So, all those stuff basically impacts the, the customer and the user. So, it's very important.
0: Awesome. Now, I have to ask you while you were saying some of these things, and this might be a bit of an unfair question, mm-hmm. but Um, If you're comfortable answering it, I want to ask you how far do you think visual identity will go in terms because we have a lot of people who are visually impaired. Mm -hmm. So what can we as brand designers, as people working in the branding industry, what can we do to kind of make identities more accessible to these people? Is that too unfair a question?
1: No, no. <laughs> no, the no, no, funny thing, that is the future of branding. That is actually what I think yeah. branding is going into. Uh, people need to make branding more inclusive. And um, I've, I've, been, I've been on some kind of apps that the, the usage of the app shows you that this was meant for a kind of user. I'm like, okay, that is not really a good way to, to make the app. But basically, mo- most people will not really look at that immediately but uh, being that i'm skilled in that area i can easily see that but the people that would that would focus on that are the people that that the bias is against the people that did that the makeup of the app didn't make for for them for example if i make an app Mm -hmm. for for a particular kind of person that person will enjoy the app Mm -hmm. the person i didn't make the app for we, we really see that yeah this app was not made for me so the future of branding, yeah. it's, it's, it has to be inclusive. And what I like to think and tell people is branding is not just visual, right? Branding, it goes far. Your brand identity is not just what you see. It's what you hear, what you smell, what you feel. Mm-hmm. The texture of a particular clothing can represent someone's identity. The smell of someone's uh, uh, cuisine or someone's uh, food or someone's meal. And okay, fine. I smell that. That has to be that person because this is the only person that 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 uh, cooks meals. This particular meal, like this, that has this kind of smell. So your identity goes mm-hmm. far beyond what you see. Goes goes yeah, It it's it's incorporates all your five senses: touch, feel, smell, yeah. hearing, sight. So I, I feel that people need to make it make branding more inclusive, not just be visual. Because people that are visually impaired will have to rely on other senses for them to fully experience your business or fully experience your brand. So that's what I I feel. They should actually delve deeper into other senses to really capture that branding experience. Yeah, that makes a lot of
0: sense. I love the fact that, you know, you included different senses because... Let's take the example of podcast for someone who's just listening to a podcast, hearing my voice can be uh, a key, key identifying factor that, yo, this belongs to your soul's converse or something like that. This belongs to this particular brand, right? And like you said, there is a differentiating factor that, yo, this was made specifically for this particular type of person. And knowing that is important because obviously if I flip the script on myself and say, uh, you know, what about someone who is hearing impaired? How are they going to listen to my podcast and take in my knowledge? And so, ideally, we will try to do a lot of things. Like, like we'll try to create videos with captions. We will try to do a lot of things to make it inclusive. So, yeah, I think making branding more, branding more inclusive makes a lot of sense, especially in the future. So, I love that you are thinking about something like this. It's often kind of like, you know, just forgotten about. and. We'll see it when it comes kind of a thing, right? Like when it happens in the future, then we'll deal with it. But if you have some sort of thought process already going on that, you know, we we could do something like this, make it more inclusive now rather than in the future. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, (laughs) Now, I would like to ask you, how did you start? Can you share your journey?
1: Okay, my journey, Um, I started out as a software developer. I didn't start out design. Mm -hmm. So um, let's start from the beginning. Immediately after I finished high school, I started Mm -hmm. funding for myself. I picked up software development after I finished high school and I started to get money from that. So after a while, about a year or so, because I've always had a flair for design. I said, you know what? Maybe I should enter design because it's almost like second nature to me. I know how to draw, I'm good with the pen, stuff yeah. like that. So I, I just saw it as you know, a no brainer. So I was like, okay, fine, let me enter design. Mm-hmm. So I started design, uh, doing flyers, posters, some, you know, petty, <laughs> petty newbie designer stuff. Uh, I started to yeah. get up from, from that, earning money from that. Uh, after a while, I entered logo design as well. Learned logo design, um, the rules of typography, color. I learned all that. Uh, after that, I, you know, I figured out that I needed something more because I wasn't impacting people. Now, logo designs, me doing logo designs are good. Uh, I'm offering a service to people. Someone wants a face um, for for their company for their business. I give them a logo and they use it. Now that's good, but. I needed something deeper, you know, real problems that I needed to solve. It wasn't really, I wasn't comfortable with that. So I entered brand identity design. So after brand identity design, I started to work on basically larger scale projects, um, the full logo design, the brand identity, visual identity for the business. But I was still feeling that it was surface level. You know, I was working on bigger projects than logo designs, but I wasn't feeling that deep impact, that deep. This problem that I want to solve because I've always had a knack for solving problems. Ever since I was a kid, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> ever since I was a kid, I was always solving solving problems. Something spoils, I would go out and fix that thing that is called so i've always loved to feel, you a
0: detective kind of a thing yeah
1: yeah you are you're actually not the first person <laughs> that me a detective so <laughs> so i've always had that kind of that kind of uh, attributes or personality so i wanted to solve deeper problems and then i picked up strategy and i had uh, youtube was basically my my best friend i had to learn strategy how what it, mm-hmm. it takes to learn strategy with my brand design with my design knowledge so I didn't use strategy to supersede design. I see. I took strategy as part of the design process. I'm still a creative, but I use strategy plus design because I saw strategy as a no-brainer. It, it basically helps. Strategy helps me know which problem to solve, and then design helps me solve that problem that I found out. So I learned the two. So that's like a summary, a condensed version of my of my journey so far.
0: That's awesome. I love that you had a lot of growth. You chose different aspects of yourself and you put them all together. Having an app for solving a problem kind of translated into doing strategy before design and that's, that's awesome. You, you kind of picked up your strengths, played to them, mixed them up. Yeah. And that's why important a lot of people fail to do that because they're ah, like, oh, but you know, like I want to work on my weaknesses, do that, but also play to your strengths. I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And who were some of the people who helped you along in your journey? Uh, You know, when you went from a software designer to a designer. Um, uh,
1: I was was fortunate enough to have my parents with me. So they they kind of Mm -hmm. held my hand throughout that. So I was also fortunate that they, they were the ones that listened. So if I tell them that I'm not really feeling this, you know, they say, okay, fine. So what do you want to do? So they they basically helped me, they um, didn't force me to do a particular thing that they wanted. And I'm grateful for them to, uh, for for doing that because that's what helped me really go to what I wanted, my own passion, she designed. And also uh, YouTube, which like I said, was my best friend. Then uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, ha- I saw a lot of channels, um, the future, uh, my agenda, um, Dansky to learn design knowledge. Um, a lot of photo mm-hmm. Photoshop tutorials. So those are the kind of channels of knowledge uh, that I was gaining, classes I was learning. So those are the kind of things that supported me.
0: That's that's super awesome. Now I have seen some of your posts online,
2: yeah.
0: and let me tell you, they are a delight to read because. You have so much thought process going into whatever you're creating. Thank you. Like I think the very first thing that struck me was the example that you put up. Right, uh, you were shopping. You went to shop, okay. and you were looking at black. You, know, you were basically more pulled towards the black clothes and stuff. And this, I'm I'm a sucker at telling stories. <laughs> let me tell you guys I can write good stories I can't (laughs) speak good stories like I forget a lot of details so if I'm messing it up please correct me but uh, this person who was helping you out over there just assumed that you know you don't like white stuff white clothing and then you kind of took a deeper dive because she assumed and then you went on to explain and that was a good conversation starter And that was such a good thing because when you put across those points and I looked at those points, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. That is actually a really good conversation opener. P.S. If you guys are listening to this, if you want to check out the full post with proper details, just go to the brand rich. It's much more better there than whatever I'm telling you guys (laughs) right now. (laughs) but you know, it was really good because when you said, when you put across those points, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. But the tone needs to be proper mm-hmm. because if you mess up the tone, if you mess up the delivery of what you are saying, it can come off as rude. It can come off as you're assuming things, and that is something that any client would not like to have because then you're just assuming things from their perspective rather than listening to their perspective. But that post struck me a lot, so I wanted to ask you when let's say we'll we'll split this into two different types of questions. I want to ask you when you're making a post on Instagram, what do you hope to achieve before making a new post, and what do you hope people viewing it will react to it, or how do you wish they react to it
1: okay thanks oh that's a very good question really um. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's 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 let go the let's go the full explanation route. Right. Um, personally, I'm the kind of per, I'm the kind of person that um, likes deep interpersonal relationships. Basically, if I want to talk to you, I really want to connect with you on a deeper level. I don't just talk to you for talking sake, for 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 the sake of talking. I I don't I don't do that. So when I create my post I really want to I really get my mind, put my mind. In the eyes of the viewer on the eyes of the reader what does this person want to see and also my audience i've already known who exactly my audience are what they need and mm-hmm. who they who what they're looking for really so when they read it and um, how I, I want to know what exactly they want to feel i basically put out branding content but i want to put out branding content in such a way that you, it's not uh, something you can easily see on Google, um, like how to do that, how to do this. I mean, I can search on Google and say how, how, to, how to do branding for okay. a company or something. Okay. and I can see so much information, yeah. but I love yeah. storytelling. You know, I, I, I have read books on storytelling. I've read um, books on psychology, how the human mind works and stuff like that. So I'm really in, intrigued by all those kinds of learnings and I have really put those learnings in the content that i mean because i found out that we love stories all of us love stories i love stories so yeah. if i begin with with either i begin a post with a kind of story that i've faced before or someone has faced before or i've seen i've read an article and i just tell you oh look at the article that i read you will be more intrigued to to focus on what i'm saying and i think there was a TED talk i recently watched a TED talk i can't remember the title right now but the person um he, he told of an experience that someone did someone carried out uh it was a kind of test the person took someone and told him something looking just like a factual information and recorded the brain's process the brain was all right with it you know it was just hearing like you are hearing me currently it was okay but he also reversed the sentence the sentence for the person played it to the person to to hear. The brain was trying to find out. Okay, I'm not really understanding what this is, but immediately he started to tell stories to the person. The brain spiked up instantly and really concentrated on what the person is saying. So each right. time we tell stories, we are trying to imagine ourselves there. We are trying to really visualize subconscious in our brains, and we tend to focus more. So. I think that I am really intrigued by that kind of thing. I found okay, how can I, how can I, you know, merge this with my own content? How can I use storytelling mm-hmm. to deliver branding messages? So I, I have I have learned, I'm still learning to fuse both of them two together because that is really impactful, and that's one of the ways that your, your content can deliver a good message. And mm-hmm smart brands to today that used to with their uh, messaging with their marketing materials like nike apple uh, coca-cola all those kind of brands that used right. to we, we we found out that we we love them because of what they put out, because of the way they bonded with us and they didn't bond with us just just uh, because of um telling facts Oh, yeah, we, we, <laughs> Apple doesn't tell you that. Oh, we made so one. So, and it took us so so hours. And the, the, the technological facts inside it, they tell mm-hmm. stories for you to bond with their brand and their mm-hmm. products. So that is what I use mm-hmm. to, so to, to, you know, put in my own content. I want the person to connect with me reading mm-hmm. the post and then after the person reads it not only the person not only would the person like the post like not physically like but like actually yeah. what the person is saying but the person the information the person is is getting after the post ends i want it to impact the person way more than just listing out facts all right so right. when the person sees it i want it to i want the person to connect with it and then after the post is done after the person finishes the post i want the person to really know exactly what I was talking about. So if I want to list facts, I can list facts, you know, at the end of the post, after I finish telling the story, the facts will list, right. or the facts will list out the, the, the points that the story, like a summary, like for example, the key t- takeaways from this sto- story, this right. is what you learn, so stuff right. like that. So that is what I really want the viewers to, to um, see when they see my content. I'm sorry that was a bit long. <laughs>
0: it wasn't i loved it thank you so much because as a writer
1: yeah
0: as a writer i am someone who loves to share stories like i said right you know i try to impact i try to create as many stories as possible because i was in marketing earlier and Mm. i was in hotel in in the hotel industry and a lot of ads that you see for hotel industries you don't see them um, telling you about the amenities that they can get, mm. telling you about, uh, you know, we have a swimming pool or we have a golf course uh, <laughs> yeah. or stuff like that. We You don't see a lot of those things. <laughs> you see a lot of bonding of connection. Uh-huh. You see, if it is a family-focused, you see a lot of uh, vacation goals. You see mm. a lot of things about uh, families, the spending time, which before COVID, at least, was something that people could only hope Like it was like okay, it was a key selling point. So marketing and storytelling went hand in hand, and I love that you are bringing stuff like that to your own personal brand to your posts because honestly, every single post I've read of yours has some sort of story, and that prompts people to kind of comment, right? Like that prompts people to connect further, not just stop, they're not just like like you said, like double tap and scroll. It's more than that. So, love it. Thank you. <laughs> You're most welcome. <laughs> Let's jump into your projects. What do you hope to achieve before starting a mm-hmm. new project? And this project can be anything. you will be like your personal brand project or projects for your clients. Whichever one you want to choose, take your pick and Okay.
1: So, basically... Each time I enter a project, I need mm-hmm. to know the goals for mm-hmm. that project. When will I know that this project is done? When will I know that this project mm-hmm. has
2: succeeded?
1: Are there metrics in place? Are there things I have to look out for? Are there things that this project will bring or will do that I would know that, okay, that it has reached that mark? that uh, I can see that it succeeds. So I need to know the goal for the project. So after I've clarified the goal for the project, I can now walk back. Okay, what are the steps I need to do to reach that goal right there? So that is basically my mindset on every single project I I work on what exactly am I going to get, what is this thing going to do and how, how do we get there? So that is my mind. And mindset. that
0: is an excellent mindset, let me tell you that. Uh, I love that mindset so much because you see a lot of people just going crazy, <laughs> right? You see a lot of people being... <laughs> personal, you know, story time, I've seen a lot of people just jump into the project, forget all about what. what do they want to achieve, like you said, right? Like, for you you have a starting point, you have an end point, and then you you walk back, you retrace your steps, you're like, Okay, what can I do to achieve these things? And that's awesome. That's that's quality mindset setting. Mindsetting. Uh, something. Something along those lines. So yeah, I love that. I love that because that as a uh, creative it allows you it gives you a lot of room to play around and it also allows you to just be like Okay, now I know what my end goal looks like. I don't know what my steps are, so I'm not completely rigid. I'm not, um, you know, Mm. set in my steps. Basically, you can kind of like take different paths. Uh And that allows you to be more flexible, which is so often forgotten. Like people are so set on setting steps that they forget the end goal. And in that setting steps, they forget Mm. that, Yo, this is not the only way to reach whatever goal you had in mind. So I love, I loved your answer a lot. Yeah, I'm geeking out a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what do you hope people viewing your project would feel like post-completion?
1: So post-completion, it's related to the last Mm -hmm. question so if if one of the goals i had for the project was for people to let's say i'm working on a business and um, they're fixing the customers don't know who they are really they don't have their their, their target customers their target customers don't even know them yeah. even though they have one so how so let's say one of the goals is for the, the target customers or the audience to see them know that okay these are these guys this is what they have to offer this is what they have to offer mm-hmm. for me. This is the problems that they can solve for me. And I have to, I have, since I want that problem solved, I have to meet them. So if one of the goals is for the, for the customer to buy more mm-hmm. from them, basically at the end of the project, I want the customer to buy more from mm-hmm. the brand. So since that is one of the goals uh, for, for the project, so what people see or what, um, what we'll see at the end of the project every single project that I work on is that the goal for the project is realized. For example, I, if I put it up a case study and I say that I worked on this project, let's say last year, this year, and um, these were the challenges, and then these were the goals that we realized. So basically people have seen that, okay, the project that I've worked on has reached these goals, it has solved this particular problem that this person is facing, so each goal depends on each project right uh, the project i work on for the business will not be the same project that i work on for myself it will not be the same project that i work on for another person so the person might have another goal for his own i might have another goal for my own for people to connect better with me uh, i might work on that project for a brand and, and the business will want you know more customers or so for people to view them as as a as an expert in their field to connect with them better and stuff like that. So the goal depends on each mm-hmm. project.
0: That's that's a good answer, but if you were to kind of boil it down to one main goal every single time you want people to uh, feel, or one main emotion that you want people to feel every single time across any project that you're creating, what would that be? Like you said, realization would that be the only thing, or do you have any other thoughts sort of in mind or feelings that people you know like okay this is Richard's post. I know it because I'm feeling this or mm-hmm. I know it because this is what emotion kind of rises up in me. So what would that be if think trying to say that? that's mm-hmm. connection
1: connection. One thing there there are two things I, <laughs> I <love to> say, <laughs> there are two yeah. things I love to keep in, <laughs> There are two things I love to keep in mind. Uh, one is connection and one and the other is Mm -hmm. communication and uh, those are two things that most people or most businesses many businesses fail to to achieve connection and communication especially communication because once you connect with someone you can easily communicate with the person communication is not just basically the way you and i are communicating currently it's not only audio its commun- Communication is, it can, can be with the eyes, can be with, like I said, your mm-hmm. five senses. So how well yeah. do you communicate? So my, so, so my goal in every pro project is that I want the person to connect with me. And after the person connects with me or connects with the person I did the projects for, I want the communication to be established between either the both of us or the person and their own mm-hmm. core customers so basically, I, I, I don't know if you can visualize with me here. Communication basically sets that foundation. Yeah. And uh, connection basically sets that f- foundation. And communication is what writes on that f- mm-hmm. foundation. So you can't communicate with someone without connecting with them in the first place. Yeah. So I like to do those. Connection comes first and then communication comes afterward to really deepen wow. that. That's- so that's what I want to do. Yeah, to that's interview. awesome.
0: That's awesome. And that, you know, I have a couple of <laughs> questions from that. The very first week, I know we'll take a yeah. couple of steps back, but you were telling me that you have a proper mindset thing, thing that you do every time before you start a project. That is what do you hope to achieve and what the end result looks like uh-huh. to retrace back your steps? I want to ask you, how did you come uh-huh. across developing that technique for yourself?
1: oh yeah um I, I didn't do that very i didn't do that when yeah. i was starting out definitely like yeah. i said I, I was all over the place when i was starting out <laughs> so so i i didn't have a goal in mind at mm-hmm. all uh, and, and that's that, that's one of the reasons why i hated visions so much oh yeah because as, as designers the visions are with me it's it's not a surprise to us if you ask any designer Uh, That has worked on several projects that have been faced revisions. Those, oh, yes, we have faced revisions. Mm -hmm. So I didn't like it earlier. So I'm like, okay, fine. What can I do to curtail the several revisions that I'm getting? Because I was getting so much, like 10, 20 Mm -hmm. revisions on it. How can you do that? Right. So I was like, okay, fine. Let me put myself in. In the, per- yeah, the other yeah. person's shoes what is this person trying to get if i can really know what the person is expecting i can narrow down my path i can narrow down the process yeah because basically i was shooting wide i
2: mm-hmm. was thinking
1: of so many things might the person was just thinking of one single narrow path here yeah so i had to know okay what what i had to enter the mind of the person so that is that is one of the 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 ways of you know getting the goal. so i can say okay fine what do you want to get here what do you want to realize from from this what are you expecting is there anything i can show you right now that you know feels like something that you want feels like something that will be good for you so how to know that goal so that's one of the ways i you know set 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 the goal know the goals uh, mm-hmm. I know also, uh, if, if there's something, if right. somebody wants the thing to serve a purpose, what do you want this thing to serve? Do mm-hmm. you want it to get you more followers? Mm-hmm. Do you want it to, uh, yeah. con- people to connect better with you? Do you know, do you want it to get, get you more customers? What do you want exactly? So I have to set that goal. So once I set that goal in place, either what the person wants to do, What the person wants to achieve, what the person is expecting from what I make. So that's the goal I get in mind. So after I set that goal, I said, okay, fine, how can we get that? How can we, uh, what are the steps we need to get that goal?
0: Yeah. Um, Awesome, Richard. Um, I wanted to ask you said connection and communication is very important for you. Uh, Why is it important for you as a creator? You know, that people who are viewing your project feel that. connection fee, the need to communicate strength in the bond. Why is it important?
1: The first reason, which is one of the most important ones, so you won't be wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, you make, so you won't make something that people will not like. I mean, that is like yeah. one of the paramount reasons. Yeah. But, but other than that, other than that uh, on, on the more human side, uh, so, so that uh, you people feel something. I mean, I I don't see the sense in making something that someone sees and immediately the person scrolls up. The person forgets about it. I don't oh, see the yeah. need in that. Mm-hmm. So, so it's it's like spending time creating something that doesn't matter. For I, I am the person that loves creating on working on things that I am passionate about. You know, if, mm-hmm. I, if I don't really understand or feel a kind of connection with something, I don't enter the thing. I don't enter the pro- project in the first place. I don't do the thing. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: one of the reasons is that one of the most important reasons, other than um, you know, not uh, wasting your time, is that you you want people to feel something. You want to impact people. Uh, I I watched a video on the Futures Channel from Black Ends.
2: Mm-hmm. One of
1: the things he said is that. People, designers, creatives are always doing are doing things that. Although he was more of the pricing on the pricing side, but mm-hmm. I, I I really want to delve that um deep deeper. I want to really on um, talk about that deeper more than pricing. You know, he, he said that people are doing things that make them feel forgettable. For example, if you get out of the market today, if if your page goes out of Instagram currently, no one sees you again, who will be worried about you? If not one person will be worried about you, it means that you're not getting anything right. So you need to do things that will impact people, that will connect with people and communicate deeply with them. If you don't do that, Your page goes out if no one hears about you no one will care Mm
2: -hmm. and that's the
1: honest truth and that's what he said no one will care no one will notice so you need to do things that really matter and doing things that really matter is trying your best to connect with people and communicate better with them now connecting with people doesn't mean connecting with everyone because Mm -hmm. not everyone will be your target audience that's why target audience Has a target in it, not just audience. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The people that, the people that you want them to, that you want to connect with and you also want them to connect with you are the people that you create your contents for. You create, uh, whatever it is for posts, uh, marketing messages, whatever. Those are the people Mm -hmm. that you create for. You understand them and your aim should be to communicate better with them and connect with them. So that is why I find that using those two, two things is, is, is very paramount, it's very important, and I think it's a no-brainer to me that uh, we, we also try as creatives to do things that matter that, that impacts people, that con- con- connect with them and communicate better with them.
0: Yeah that's, that was deep. I love that after a lot. <laughs> Yeah, definitely going out as a promotional post on my Instagram because that was so (laughs) amazing. I loved it, seriously. (laughs) It was so deep. Like, I never thought of it running that deep. But when you said it like that, I think deep inside in our subconscious, we are all trying to do the same thing. It's just that we don't have the awareness that we're doing something like that. But if you are aware of it, it shows in your work. It shows that you I am aware why I am doing this. Right? Like and the content is that much more richer. It's more powerful, it's more impactful.
2: Yeah,
0: awesome. (laughs) Now, what were some of the obstacles that you faced during your journey as a creator?
1: One most important one was not creating A kind of position for myself standing out basically so i was trying to be like everyone else and i think most people start starting out it's a kind of common struggle for most people start starting out they they, they are trying to find that uh, position um, Mm -hmm. find that name uh, make people know them for who they are not hiding the shadows because for several years, when I was on Instagram, I was using my logo. And um, several people uh, have approached me and said, hey, man, you know, why, why are you always still using your, your logo? We communicate, you know, we, we are on video <laughs> calls. We communicate with voice messages. Uh, well, I mean, it was really personal. So they were like, why are you not using your, your face as your yeah. second So mm-hmm. So that was one of the reasons why I, I shielded back Uh, one of the problems was not really getting, uh, myself out there. Or rather, to better put it in a much more better way, not really creating, not, not communicating better my, myself personally. So when, when someone sees me or sees my page, I don't just want them to see a kind of veil that's called, that's covering me. I want someone to see. Okay, this is Richard himself. Now, for some people, it's easy. For some people, it's second nature for them to be on camera. Some people immediately you put a point a camera at them, they're like a full actor uh, actress mode. They are, there, they are, there. they are that they're authentic. They are, they are just there. So I was not that kind of person. So I had to really learn that and. Uh, So since we're in a digital age, we can't physically connect with each other. One of the ways we can connect is basically with our faces, our Mm -hmm. expressions, our human side of us. And that is what I was shielding myself um, from. So I I had to really open that. That was one of the challenges I had, trying to hide who I was really. Because I won't say it's knowledge. Knowledge was abundant really on the internet uh uh I would not say is uh, um support basically I had good support so that was really the one of the most challenging um parts of my own journey. Not reflecting who I was.
0: Yeah and what were some of the things that helped you kind of like unhide yourself and show the world that you know, this is who I am. This is you know, this yeah. is your, this is the person yeah. behind the grand rich
1: So like I said, people approached me and they were like, why, come on, why are you not showing your face? And those people are people that are very, very, um, outspoken. I mean, like, um, let's say, uh, Frank, good day, Frank,
2: mm-hmm. like,
1: um, and, uh, um, mm-hmm. we, we've, we've talked a lot, we've, we've chatted a lot for a long time on Instagram. So, so, and they're like my buddies, my close buddies on Instagram. So those kind of people, they are natural on camera. I mean, if you look at the uh, Diana's post right right now on or Diana's profile right now on Instagram, you see her post stories of herself. Frank yeah. post stories of himself. He's 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 a natural <laughs> there. So yeah. I'm like, damn! I'm like, how how do I how do I you know be like his people? <laughs> how do I get yeah. so so comfortable in front of the camera yeah. like these people? So those kind of people subconsciously. They, they they encouraged me to, to do it because i was so motivated by their own content and they encouraged me um that you know what it's 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 that that that's the only way that people can really connect with you as well um danny page danny allen page also on instagram he, he delivers content uh, with his own face as well so he did mm-hmm. he did a story long time ago he was like the truth is no nobody really cares
2: Mm-hmm.
1: the truth is nobody really cares honestly if you think that oh you're going to um, feel some type of way if you put up a story someone will read it and they won't say oh look at that flow in this, this guy's face look at that mm-hmm. flow in this guy's eyes look at that flow yeah. in this guy's uh, uh, personality or something no one mm-hmm. really cares about that the only thing yeah. people people care about is what you say that is mm-hmm. honestly the only thing people care about what you say yeah. and what you say is really more impactful than the way you look. And um, that's one of the things that I'm trying to, you know, I'm still working on it, but I'm still trying to, you know, get my personality across. So those kind of people are the ones that support me.
0: That's awesome. And I thank you for your honesty because that is something that I struggle with. Like, if you look at my uh, profile right now versus if you would have looked at it Maybe a couple of months ago, there were just carousels or there were just single posts. I rarely showed my face because I was very, very conscious. And now there are days when I just like, I'm half asleep and I'm like, this piece of content makes a lot of sense. I'm going to post it and I'm just like, yo, this piece of content makes a lot of sense. I hope you enjoy it. And I put it out there and like, Oh. oh my God, like it's. And you know, I had to release that chaos because earlier, if you would have seen, you know, my posts were completely structured and perfect like two, two normal posts, one story, or one reel, or one IGTV, and etc. YZ. But you know, I always felt you know, I have so much to give, but I have created these constraints, these restraints around myself that I have to put up a post only then I can put up a IGTV or a deal and I was like, oh. I bound myself without realizing and I think it's time to unleash it. And mm. now my, my profile is completely chaotic but I wouldn't change a damn thing because <laughs> because obviously you know, you are, you are going to connect better with me if you can see me, if you can hear me talk rather than if you're just looking at the post. They are important. It's good to have a digital identity, it's good to have, uh, you know, crazy amazing graphics. That mm-hmm. was what invited a lot of people in on my Instagram, but now I'm just out there. I'm just sharing stuff. I'm just like, this is important. This is important. Yeah. You got to, you yeah. got to check out for this stuff. And it took a lot of me to do that. But yeah, I mean, it's people like you guys. You know, you guys are going out there. You guys are sharing your story and encouraging other creators to do the same thing frank right i mean that dude is hilarious He's out there yeah
1: he's killing it
0: he's killing he, it <laughs> he's killing it seriously and i used to be like is he not worried is he not freaked out but then you know after a point of time i was like who cares if if people are just like you know looking at him and like oh my god his hair looks awesome this is what all that but no who cares. everyone cares about how you're speaking what you're speaking and right now obviously i think People connect much more better if you are being authentic and if you are being real rather than if you are just covering yourself up under like 10 layers of protection so that no one can see the real you. People don't connect with those yep. people. Yeah. I mean, have yep. you looked at Gary Vee? Earlier I used to be like, oh god, this dude swears. This dude swears a lot. But eventually I was just like, who cares if he swears? Like, look at what he's saying. That's awesome stuff. I can, I can True. just block out the swearing if I don't like it, but what he's saying is, uh-huh. and that's what just shifted the entire perspective for me. But like, who cares, man? Like, obviously, there are going to be people who care for like a music second and they'll forget about it. It's the social yeah. media world. People are constantly scrolling. If you want to create an impact, you have to be authentic. So, yeah. Awesome content. <laughs> <laughs> Now, as this is a spiritual podcast, I think it would be awesome to know if you have any spiritual or self care routines while you're working as well as outside of your work.
2: Uh so that's
1: not I won't call it um I won't really call it spiritual but it's more of mindset based. mm mm-hmm. Um and so so as as a creator, we burnout is new new to us. Basically, yeah. all of us have, have suffered burn, burnout one yeah. time or the other. So,
2: yeah.
1: one, one thing I one thing I really I really try to do is uh, prioritize my self, my own body. So, rest is very important for me. Uh, my own mindset is very important for for me, and I think that the the the, the things that are not physical impact you more. Mm-hmm. At least that's for that, that that's for me because I found that the more once your mindset changes, your 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 body basically changes. Basically, uh, your mindset alone can give you more energy. It is one of the weirdest things, and one, one of the things I'm reading on that fascinates me about the human body. Uh, our, our mindset alone can change the way we feel, the way we think, the way we react, our energy levels and stuff like like that. So one thing I, I really try to do is when I, apart from work, I really try to get myself an anchor. So anchor, like basically, like an anchor of a shape, to really something that will serve as a structure for me or a foundation for me. Where am I currently? For example, in a week, I can say, okay, fine. What do I want to achieve this week? What can I do? What can I do? What can't I do? Mm -hmm. The things I can't do, I don't want to kill myself over it. It is what it is. If If I don't get them, fine. If Mm -hmm. I get them done, that's cool. But the things I I, I can do, I will try my full best to do them. Mm
2: -hmm. But
1: the things I can't do, if I I can't do them, I won't kill myself about them. Because Mm -hmm. if I try as much as possible to do them when I know or I don't know that I can't do them, it will take it so long. So one of of the ways I try to anchor myself, um, prioritize rest, my own mindset, communication with other people as well, is one of the things that are very, very important. In the digital world, we tend to lose our human side, <laughs> which is very weird.
2: Yeah.
1: Because we are humans using using the digital equipment, so why do we lose our human side? So stepping away from the computer or the phones to go outside, it's, it's one of the important things as well. I think most people should do, and also. Meditation is something that it's uh not mo- not not everybody do it, but it's vital for people who do it as well. Know where you are currently in your journey. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody faces their challenges. Everybody has challenges, no matter how successful, in quotes, you think the person is. Yeah. But if you look back and you say, okay, if I look back to one year ago, two years ago, three, four, five years ago, where was I, and where mm-hmm. am I now? Sometimes even last week, you can even see that, hey, I've made significant progress in my journey just in one week. So if you look back and really meditate and, and, and see forward as well, so see, okay, fine. I've made a lot of progress but I can make more progress. Maybe okay. you switch up your mindset like, like that in, in deep process, deep thinking, meditation, whatever you want to call it. it, it I feel for me, it impacts me a lot so apart from work uh design work and stuff like that those are the kind of things i tend to you know stabilize myself to to mm-hmm. get myself grounded
0: yeah that's awesome and i thank you for bringing up burnout because as you guys know yes. i'm us i'm someone who helps <laughs> creatives with burnouts as a soul. Yeah. But a lot of things that you've brought up are things that I tend to focus on a lot. So thank you so much for bringing mm-hmm. that up, and I'm glad that as a, as a person as well as a soul coach that you're doing some of these things. Right, like you are in constant communication with yourself, and I say this a lot. Communication mm-hmm. is key, especially when you're communicating with yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, people forget communication is key. Alright, I'm gonna I'm talk to every person on the planet but myself. But you're doing mm. that. Yeah. You're doing that. You're doing that in whatever form you would like to call it. Right? Like, it can be mindfulness, it can be meditation, whatever you like to call it. As long as it works for you, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for bringing that up. Thank you so much for sharing that. you welcome. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and what is one of your soul's conquests, and what okay? What was one of your soul's conquests, and what is shaping up to be your current soul's conquest?
2: Okay, so one of the things was uh, basically what I wanted.
1: I have found found out that we as humans currently. We get a bit blindsided by what is in front of us. Mm-hmm. For example, I want, to, I want to get over an obstacle currently. And I tell myself, man, if I get over this obstacle, oh my Lord, my, all my problems will be, will be solved. This obstacle is so big for me. Let me just get over this obstacle as much as I mm-hmm. can. Let me give all my all and I'll be mm-hmm. set when you get over that obstacle, I bet you there will be another obstacle in front of you. Yeah. So that is the way. It's, it's weird, but that is the way it is. So in front of another mountain is another bigger mountain in front of mm-hmm. me. So, so what? What the 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 things I wanted to achieve before, I have achieved them, but now I have some other bigger things I want to achieve. For example, one of the things I wanted to achieve for myself is to is to get myself grounded in in my knowledge in in the work i do in mm-hmm. how i'm impacting people now i have gotten that done i'm impacting people i'm helping people <clears throat> excuse me with my own knowledge with my own skills with my own um, expertise but i have other bigger goals i want to achieve as well I want to maybe impact more people. I want to do things, collaborate more with other people to create better solutions for people. So yeah. So that that um that basically is a kind of transition to what I what I wanted before and now what I'm trying to look forward to.
0: Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I love the fact that you know, you shared the mountain thing. It makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. Because And I connected with it because that was an advice that I gave to this other creative uh, who was struggling with, you know, putting himself on the highest standards possible and Mm. hoping that every single time he starts a new project, he achieves those standards. He put Mm. up his work on the biggest pedestal. He put up his Mm. standards on the top of a high, high mountain. When he was just starting out and I always told him that, you know, like that was the first thing I told him. Like, have an end goal, like this is the dream that I want to achieve, but don't put every project on top of that top mountain, Because if you do that, you're never going to reach that mountain. You're always going to be struggling to reach it, but you won't. Make smaller, you know, have smaller mountains that you can climb. And there are times, right, like we don't even realize that we have climbed this huge mountain. But when we look back, we are like, oh, my God, look how far I've come. I didn't know I yeah.
2: climbed.
0: Yeah, so yeah, the thing is, true. our focus changes from actually doing the work to this highest standards that we have kept ourselves. And yeah, we, we are going to reach that. Like It's good to have a goal in mind, but not make our entire life that goal. So when you said the mountain thing, right, it just connected deep inside my mind because that is what I was trying to tell this person as well, that you're, there are going to be so many more mountains. If you keep this as the ultimate goal, you won't realize that there's a bigger mountain that you can possibly achieve. Yeah. You can possibly reach up to the, those heights if you keep looking at this one height that you want to achieve, that you can't achieve. Because you're so focused on well, achieving it. <laughs> but yeah. That's true. Yeah. Now, what is the one thing that has happened recently that has created an impact in your life?
2: One thing, okay. Uh nothing has. Hmm.
1: If if I want to pick one,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, the thing is, there's so much, so many things have impacted. Basically, uh, are the good, the bad uh, are there. But one thing, um, I would say, I would pick from those things, uh my sense
2: of um, basically knowing where I am mm-hmm.
1: and who I am. It's not its a not physical, I mean, the physical parts are the, um, the, the, the experiences that I've gotten. People have um, the contents I bring out, the work I do. People will say, oh man, thank you so much. It's amazing, blah, blah. But that is not really what has impacted me the most has impacted me the most is the way i even see myself so yeah um, me, me me getting a full ground on who i am and where i am in my own journey i think that's for me i think that i would say is the biggest impact i think that i would say is the biggest impact because i've, I've learned not to focused on the on the physical much anymore you know the i mean those are good the notifications mm-hmm. are good yeah they're amazing really truly
2: but but yeah i feel that if you really close
1: look at it deeper more than that i would say that um the biggest impact that one of the biggest impacts that we can make for ourselves that the way we see this way we see ourselves um physically mentally mindset wise we should focus more yeah okay we should but... focus more less uh, we should cover less on the on the physical and more mm-hmm. on the uh basically not physical things as i'm not physical ourselves other people and the rest so i think that mm-hmm. has the biggest impact on me, the way i see myself my own how i've grounded myself currently in my journey where i've been yeah. what i've mm-hmm. passed what i've seen and mm-hmm. things i want to achieve the things that are forward for, for for me yeah
0: so that's power.
1: i i yeah yeah, I, 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 I am grateful for the things I've, I've, I've seen, experienced, but I am also energetic, um, hungry for more, basically. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's awesome. Love that, that answer. What is the one last thing that you'd like to leave my listeners with?
1: Okay, uh, one last thing that I would like to leave listeners with. Um, basically do things
2: that you love do things
1: that you love and most importantly as well get paid handsomely for your knowledge (laughs) Uh, if you're a creative if you're a creative try not to do things that other people that you see other people doing because you want to copy them now you can gain inspiration inspiration is vital in fact Mm -hmm. it's 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 critical to gain inspiration because not all the time we have inspiration but inspiration should assist our creativity not supersede it so do things that you know you want to make try to make an impact on people Try to connect with them, try to communicate with them your message. And then if you're working on a project, please do not settle for this. Try not to settle for this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Try not because I is a regret I, I did early on. And now not everyone early on will get bigger pro- projects, but try as, as much as possible to gain knowledge. While enjoying what you are doing. If you don't enjoy what you are doing, really, it's, I, I don't see the sense in it. It's yeah. not, for me, it's not really good. So try to create what you love. Love to impact other people as well. Make what you create impact other people. Don't just create for the creating sake of it and just be yourself. You know, I, it, it's, it's simple, but it's, it's something that we need to really take as a focus primarily. Yeah. Balance.
0: That was beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for sharing your journey. I'm extremely grateful for you to do that. Seriously. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you, Mother more
0: Thank you. Hey Conquerors, thank you for staying here till the end. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, today's story, and today's journey. If you did, please feel free to rate and review me on Apple Podcasts or reach out to me at Instagram at madhurima, that is M-A-D-H-U-R-I-M-A underscore soul coach. Feel free to take a screenshot of the newest episode release. Tag me and put it up on your story with your review so that I can feature you on my Instagram. It would be my honor to do that. It would be my honor to share your perspective on what you thought of this beautiful podcast. Remember, we are here to inspire. We are here to create. We are here to conquer. See you. Bye.